Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a brand new episode of Play Games. Have fun. I am, of course, your host, Chris Jardine, a.k.a. Snaggle J. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're listening on anchor.fm slash The Snaggle Show or on your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS, I appreciate you greatly. In this episode of PGHF, we're going to talk about last week's Nintendo Direct and all the things about it that I liked, which should take a minute, and all the things about it that I didn't like, which may take six and a half hours. Uh, it feels like it was forever since we last had a Nintendo Direct. Uh, I think somebody said it was something like 500 days. Like It, it feels like, I mean, it's hard to, to really gauge because... 2021 was was 700 million years long so it's really hard to gauge the actual scope of how long it has been since there was a nintendo direct but as i said a few weeks ago nintendo really needed to come out in this direct and lay down the gauntlet for 2021 you know you can say a lot about uh, Nintendo's um, sales and how good their software is selling and all of that stuff. But the thing is that, you know, again, they're old Mother Hubbard at this point and there's not a whole hell of a lot in the cupboard. And I mean, you know, we're, we're into almost the end of February, early March, soon enough. And really there is, you know, Monster Hunter and Bravely Default 2, and that's pretty much it. So a lot of people were looking to this and thinking, damn, like we need them to come out with some hot fire games. And as we're going to talk about over the course of this episode, I don't think they really delivered. Um... I'll talk more about my overall thoughts at the end, but let's jump right in and look at the order of what they talked about. Pyra and Mithra will be a new character in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, coming from the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 game. I'm glad to see they're still supporting um, uh, Super Smash with new characters and stuff. I don't know if they technically needed another sword character. But, uh, but I mean, here's the thing. They're, they're continuing to support Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who love Smash. They love when these new characters come out. Um, so that was what they let off with. Next up, we had the Fall Guys port, uh, which will be coming to Nintendo Switch and not until the summer. Um... I think this is going to be one of those too little too late scenarios. I feel like the Fall Guys craze. I know there are still people who stream it. I know the community for it is still quite large. I feel like by the time this game comes out on Nintendo Switch, it's going to be dead in the water. I don't really think. And again, that's just that's just my opinion. I feel like um I feel like by the time Fall Guys comes out on the Switch, uh, like this game would have been much better if it would have came out in time for Christmas or even in the first month or two, like if it had come out in January or February coming out in the summertime, 
I think they're really going to miss out on a lot of the hype that they had built, you know, through how popular it was through the whole Tim the Tatman thing. Um, but hey, it's coming. Uh, they also announced Outer Wilds and Samurai Warriors 5 for the Switch launching this summer. Outer Wilds is is a, is an interesting concept. Obviously, Samurai Warriors, there's been four of them. Uh, neither of these games got, got me particularly excited. Again, it's nice to see a, a different variety of titles coming to um, coming to the Switch. But neither of these games really got me jumping out of my seat. Uh, Famicom Detective Club, which uh, up until this point was Japanese exclusive, is going to be coming to North America on May 14th. Again, another one of those Switch games, or yes, well, I guess Switch games, but another one of these Nintendo games that has a, a very interesting cult following. Uh, I have a certain segment of my Twitter feed that I would consider not necessarily fringe gamers, but people who were more into, you know, the, the less than popular stuff. And they were freaking out when this game was announced. Um, so, you know, there, there is a little bit of a niche market for it there. It'll be interesting to see how well it uh, comes over to the North American consoles. Uh, Legend of Mana is heading to Switch for, with a, for a release in June. Legend of Mana, again, another one of those games uh, that, you know, it's, again, kind of that more fringy sort of RPG. Uh, it's really cool. I do remember playing it back in the day. So this is obviously going to be the HD remaster. It originally came out in 1999 on the PlayStation. Um, uh, it was uh, It's obviously a Square Soft title square and nintendo have a long uh history long relationship there together so I, I, again this can be one of those games it's going to do really well there's a lot of people who still love the legend of mana and the uh the trials of mana and and the, that whole series the mana series i suppose um so that'll be really cool uh again they they talked about monster hunter rise which launches on march 26th this is the this is the Probably one of only two games that they announced that are must-buys. And I mean, Monster Hunter Rise, we've known about for a while. Um, so it really was not a surprise to me when they when they showed it. I've said for a while, I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed the demo. I thought it was a lot of fun. I can't wait. And then next up, probably the only new thing they announced that I absolutely 100% will buy... Mario Golf Super Rush, which will be coming out in June. Uh, a new Mario Golf game. It looks really cool. The Speed Golf looks like it's going to be a fun uh, multiplayer experience. I'm looking forward to it. I think it, it's been uh, long enough since we've gotten a Mario Golf game. I think it was Advanced Tour maybe the last one. Uh, or th there was maybe one on the Wii. It's been a while since we've gotten a Mario Golf game. This one looks like it's going to be really good. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks like it's going to be a lot of stuff to do. So again, that's going to be coming out in June. Mario Golf Super Rush. That, for me, is where the highlights of this Nintendo Direct died. Uh, except for a couple of things that they announced sort of later on. Tales of Borderlands. Stubbs the Zombie. Coming out in March. So Tales of Borderlands. We kind of knew this was coming out for a while. Uh, continuing uh, 2K's fantastic support of the switch console stubs the zombie an interesting looking uh little game here for sure uh again not doesn't really do it for me uh but 
I think that it's going to be one of those things that people will will probably look at it and be like, eh. again, you know, it's it's a it's an, it's another remake. Not a game I ever played when it came out in 2005. So probably not a game I'm going to play in 2021. But again, as the Nintendo Switch has become, it's become a console of nostalgia with remakes and things of that ilk being, um, you know, very highly valued and highly uh, demanded in terms of uh, you know, what's on them. Next up, they announced Capcom Arcade Stadium, which became available shortly after the Direct was over. Again, if you like nostalgia and arcade games, Capcom, Capcom Arcade Stadium, give it up. Uh, they talked about No More Heroes 3. Again, this is another game that was previously announced. Um, they showed off a little bit of uh, gameplay and story details. Uh, it launches on August 27th. Again, the art style looks really, really cool. Uh, I think, again, it's not my cup of tea. Not really something that, that I you know, get excited for, that I get out of bed for. Again, the art style is, is very cool, very comic-esque. Uh, if you're into that sort of thing, I am not. It was not something that I thought you know, would be in my wheelhouse anyway from when they first talked about it. But if you're into that sort of thing, it comes out in late August. Uh, I definitely, they have a, uh, like a five minute trailer over on uh, YouTube. Uh, so if you want to go check that out and kind of see what it's all about, you can do so. Uh, next up, they announced Neon White, which again was one of those things that I, I looked at it and I was like, ah, okay. But like, I, I, I don't know. Again, this is a game that is, it's already, or no, it's going to be on Steam as well. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's, but again, it's just, it's, it's one of those games I look at and I'm like, yeah, just a little too cartoony fantasy for my liking. Uh, it's kind of like a card based uh, sort of thing. You, you collect cards that will do certain maneuvers. And as you progress through the levels, you know, you use the cards to attack, you use the cards to, uh, you know, like there's cards for guns, there's cards for this, there's cards for that. So, um, you can also sacrifice cards, which they showed off. So you can, uh, you know, discard your cards in order to build up killer moves. Again, not really my cup of tea, but I will admit it looked really cool. The art style looked really cool. It's going to be out, they said, winter 2021. Um, so no real, you know, super duper accurate window there. But again, it looks like the kind of game I'm definitely going to follow uh, as they announce more things closer to release. Again, I don't really think it's up my alley, but it definitely does look like a cool concept. Um, then they announced DC Superhero Girls teen power uh again cool looking game if you're a 17 year old girl um not really my cup of tea you know it is what it is it comes out june 4th you may enjoy it but here we are uh then they announced plants vs zombies battle for neighborville complete edition available in march 
Again, I've never been a big Plants vs. Zombies fan. I almost kind of feel like this is better suited on mobile or your tablet. Or maybe, at the very least, a PC. Uh, again, this is a game that has been out on PC for some time. Uh, I think it came out in October or... Yeah, it came out October of last year. It looks interesting. I'm not a big Plants vs. Zombies guy. Uh, even on Steam, the game has mixed reviews. Uh, as of late, I know with the DLC and stuff coming out, so obviously with the complete edition, you're going to get the whole thing. Um, but again, this is one of those games, it's included with EA Play. So, I mean, if you have EA Play on Steam, I assume it's probably available on EA Play Xbox as well. So this is one of those things where, you know, again, I, I'm not 100% sure on the Xbox part, but it, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's on EA Play. There's probably better cheaper ways for you to play it than buying it which i'm sure they're going to charge the full price for it on the switch you know again not one i get excited about next up we had two things i got very excited about one of which was previously announced which is the mario themed assets coming to animal crossing new horizons uh which i think they start on thursday of this week uh some of it is coming out, and then there's going to be updates to the stuff you could buy with Nook Miles on March 1st. This looks really cool. Uh, the ability to buy warp pipes and the ability to buy, uh, you know, clothing and stuff like that. It's going to be really cool. I do, and I've voiced this before, I do have concerns about how they're going to continue to support Animal Crossing. Um, you know, now that we're going to be pushing into year two. I mean, Animal Crossing has been out over 11 months now. Uh, so we're going to be pushing into year, you know, two here pretty soon. I think this also bodes well for a Legend of Zelda themed update as part of their 35th anniversary celebration later this year, which will be kind of cool. Uh, but again, I am looking forward to getting back into Animal Crossing with Mario themed stuff. I think that's kind of a no brainer. Next up, probably the most intriguing game they announced the in the at the whole thing to me which was Project Triangle Strategy, which I'll admit is an absolutely stupid name. Uh, I really hope this is just a working title and they come up with a, a different name. The game doesn't come out till next year, but it looks really cool. And they have updated the site, by the way, the Nintendo site to say working title, so that's good. This, to me, looks like a combination of um, Octopath Traveler, which I thought was a great game. It's got that same art style that Octopath Traveler had. But this turns it into a turn-based uh, strategy game, which I think is maybe a better realm for um, for the, them to go in. Um I have downloaded the demo. There is a demo available right now on the eShop. Um, I have downloaded I haven't had a chance to dive into it just yet because I've been neck deep in Stardew Valley. Uh, but I am going to give it a try. Like I said, everything I saw about it and then re-watching the videos, it looks really cool. I think if you're taking that, that, that kind of story-based of Octopath Traveler, the graphics from Octopath Traveler, but you want to kind of take it to the next level 
and, and turn it into this turn-based strategy game. I think that's a great direction. I loved Octopath Traveler. I played the absolute crap out of it when it came out. I thought it was a great game. Um, but I do like the look of Project Triangle Strategy. Again, long time to go before this thing's going to be out if it's going to be out next year. But there is the possibility, uh, you know, that they can make this thing even cooler. Uh, again, I think it's going to be fun. It looks kind of cool. Um, I do hope that they kind of stick on this similar path. But we will see, uh, again, in the, in the months ahead, what sort of... Um, what sort of things they have in plan, have in plan, have in mind. Uh, next up, Star Wars Hunters, which will be coming out later this year. Uh, again, this is basically a port of a mobile game. Uh, you know, that's pretty much, you know, again, you have, you have Zynga involved, who is famous for mobile games. Um, again, this is just going to be one of those things uh, where, I mean, it's even going to be launching on mobile devices as well as the Nintendo Switch. So I do expect it to be extremely in-app purchase heavy. Um, that is my biggest fear with this game. As soon as I saw it was Zynga, I thought mobile games and I thought in-app purchases out the yin-yang. Again, I like the concept. It's a competitive arena sort of battle game. But I do expect that this thing is going to be IAP'd out the yin-yang. Just based on the fact that it's also going to be a mobile game. Um, so we'll see. Again, it doesn't come out till later this year. So, you know, a little bit premature for me to sort of write it off. But just based on who's involved and the fact that it's also coming out on mobile. I immediately think this is going to be very IAP heavy. And, you know... Proceed with caution, I guess. Uh, then they talked about Hades, which gets its physical release on Switch on March 19th. This seemed kind of pointless to be in a Nintendo Direct to me. I mean, first of all, um, you know, it, it, Hades is out on Switch. I don't need you to waste precious Nintendo Direct minutes telling me I could buy it. Anybody who was going to buy Hades has already bought it. Because it's so good game of the year material. They're already playing it. They were not waiting for a physical release. This, to me, was a pointless part of the announcement. Um, the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection launches on June 10th. One of the hardest, uh, um, hardest franchises ever, especially the Nintendo versions um, back in the old NES days. But here we're getting... A remaster of uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Sigma 2, Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. It also includes the classic costumes and DLC costumes as well. Um, so I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe these were all Dreamcast games um, that are now being ported. Uh, I think there was a remaster already. Um, that came out on PS4, but I think they, I think it's all coming out around the same time. So I don't think it's actually like already out on other consoles. Uh, again, this comes out on June 10th. Again, not really my cup of tea. Uh, you know, I was more of a Ninja Gaiden on the NES fan. Uh, but again, you know, you love to see these old franchises live on. Uh, next up, 
They announced Apex Legends, which will be available on the Switch on March 9th. I have huge concerns about Apex on the Switch. I really do. Um, I'm definitely going to download it and give it a shot. I've never been a big Apex fan to begin with. Um, but, like, you know, you have these other games like Fortnite uh, that have kind of successfully... Um, like ported to the Switch, but but again, Apex is a much more graphically intensive game. I have concerns about how playable this is going to be on the Switch. I really do. Uh, I hope I'm wrong because I do think the Switch could use another BR um, game that is fun to play. Um, so we'll see. Again, I'm definitely going to give it a shot when it comes out in a few weeks, but I definitely have reservations going into it. Then. In the biggest troll job in the history of Nintendo Directs, they brought out the Zelda guy to say that we have no Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 news and we'll have more coming out later this year. But we do have the Skyward Sword remake coming out. And then they showed off a little bit of the Skyward Sword remake. Again, huge disappointment to not get any Breath of the Wild 2 news. I think Breath of the Wild 2 is the next big um, AAA Nintendo game that everybody is waiting for. And to have him come out and just say, yep, we've got nothing to say. That to me is very concerning about us getting a Zelda game anytime before Christmas of 2022. I think if it was going to be uh, a 20, I think there is no chance Zelda is a 2021 game at this point. Zero chance. I think this is going to be, at best, a Christmas 2022 game. And that is a huge concern for big titles on Nintendo. Because you've got nothing coming out. They did announce the Skyward Sword HD, which I have already written off because they want $80 Canadian for it. I will gladly plug in my Wii and play it that way. Um, it is a HD remake. You're going to be able to use the Joy-Cons to swing the sword. You're also going to be able to play it uh, on the Switch Lite or on the conventional Switch with it in docked mode uh, by using the right stick, which I think is kind of interesting and innovative, and it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Um, and that was it. Everybody was expecting this big Zelda presentation. But they have kind of sort of leaked out that um, we're probably going to get a Zelda-themed Direct in March for the 35th anniversary. So I think that's where you might see some of the Wind Waker remake, some of the whatever else is coming out. Uh, I, there's been rumors about Wind Waker, Ocarina, and Twilight Princess possibly getting released as a bundle. Um, but again, you know, really concerned about Breath of the Wild 2 at this point. And the bigger titles on the Switch. And then to end it off, they talked, talked about Splatoon 3, which will not be out until early next year. They showed a little sizzle reel. Uh, no gameplay news, no date, just saying it'll be out next year early. Uh, and that was it. 50 minutes. And yeah, again, my biggest concerns here were going into this Direct, Nintendo clearly said, we're going to talk about games coming out in the first half of 2021. And then they proceed for almost all of the big games that people care about. They're all next year games, <laughs> right? 
They talk about Splatoon, which isn't going to be out till next year. Project Triangle, uh, not going to be out until next year. They did Mario Golf is going to be out in the summer. Um, but just really not a good direct. A lot of fluff. A lot of mid-tier to low-tier games that, that are very niche, customer-oriented. Not a lot of sizzle. Not a lot of hype building for the future. I have, again, this is Nintendo we're talking about. You know, they have the biggest catalog of first-party games that you can ever imagine. But you had no Breath of the Wild 2. No mention of Metroid at all. Is Metroid as a franchise completely dead at this point? No mentions of Donkey Kong uh, possibly getting a new game, uh, which I think, you know, again, if, if you kind of went back, you know, Tropical Freeze was great. I love that they brought it out on the Switch. It's time for a new Donkey Kong Country uh, proper Switch game. Uh, again, no mention really of anything at all. And, and, and that to me, as a, as a someone who... And as a huge fan of the Switch, I use my Switch every single day, I'm going to run out of stuff to play. And again, like we talked about a few episodes ago, in a year where we're going to see, and again, this might go more than a year for sure, but we're going to see a new God of War, a new Horizon, uh, we're going to have a new Halo, we're going to have you know, Microsoft and PlayStation starting to really pump out the first batch of of flagship games for their new consoles. Nintendo's got nothing. Nothing. Lots of time to go. Lots of time to, to, to have more directs in the future. I hope it's not 500 days before we have another Nintendo Direct. Um, but guys, what did you guys think of the Nintendo Direct? Were you disappointed? Were you happy? What sort of games are you guys coming out of the Nintendo Direct looking to pick up? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, twitter.com slash snagglej, or hit me up in the Discord, discord.snaggle.club. Thank you guys so much for listening at anchor.fm slash playgameshavefun or your podcast app of choice on Android or iOS. And until next time, peace.